The Radio is an indie game development talk show, which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into programming. Today is June 1st, 2013, and I will be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the Midwest, United States. Hello, I am Raymond. I live in Latvia, and I think I am one of those lesser-known developers. So after this short little music break, we'll get into our news. Alright, so we have a few different things to talk about in news today. Alright, and if I can find where I just put the page. Alright, so we have um, some indie function updates. Unity Mobile licenses now free. A video about Jonathan Blow. Scrolls information. Uh, Unity Pro offers. The Indicate E3 booths. Um, immersion support in a few different engines. Uh, the co founder of Oculus VR actually just died yesterday, which is really sad. Rest in peace. Uh, the Humble Indie Bundle 8, the Indie Royale, and a Game Jam, which is devoted to female protagonists. Alright, so Indie Function has had some updates. So we have been really active with our Indie Bulletin blog, which can be found at bulletin.indiefunction.com. Alright. And our YouTube is also starting to come back alive with our first look series. I've been doing some videos on taking a first look at some video games uh, that have come out recently uh, by indie developers. And so far we have Rius and uh, Super Puzzle Platformer Deluxe. And what I do is I download a game, install it, and then run it for the first time. And right when the game loads, I start recording and I record the entire first session of me playing the game. So you get my reactions, um, just some random commentary. <clears throat> and sadly, I'm kind of quiet for quite a bit of it because I'm kind of in the... Just, I get into the game. So that's something that we got to improve on. But you can check that out at our YouTube channel, which is just Indie Function. Or you can uh, look for updates on Indie Bulletin or our uh, Twitter feed. Right, and then uh, Unity Mobile License is now free. This is fantastic. So Unity obviously has a free version opposed to the $1,500 version. Of course, that's in the United States money. All right, and now they have Android and iOS licenses for free. Previously, both of the license cost eight or no, $800 together, $400 a piece. So you'll be able to save $800 and then be able to export your games to those two platforms for absolutely free using the Unity game engine. All right, Ryman's, have you ever used, or is it Ryman's or Raymond's? It is Raymond's. Raymond's, okay. That's how they pronounce it in Latvian. Um, I have used Unity for like few tests, but I have never used this for any projects because I still need to figure out all that 3D stuff, all that modeling and yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, they, that's pretty much all that there is to talk about that. Uh, we will skip to another Unity 
uh, article, which I'm going to move up in the description. So there's limited time Unity Pro offers. So Unity is just pushing out as many deals as they can. Summer is about to start um, in the northern hemisphere of Earth. <laughs> and uh, up until July 31st, anyone interested in purchasing Unity Bro or Pro, not Bro, uh, but can't cough up $1,500 for a license, is now able to purchase it with an alternative payment schedule, which is $75 a month. And you're able to do this for 12 months, totaling $900 over the course of the year. So technically it is cheaper, but you're only able to do it for one year. And then I'm guessing after that, you'd have to actually pay the full price. So uh, if you don't have the money yet and you want to make a game and you believe that you can make it in a year, then you might be able to buy an actual Unity Pro license from the profits from that game. So it is a deal. It's a little bit risky, but it's definitely a lot cheaper than just dishing out $1,500 right away. Uh, and then you can also get Android and iOS exports for an extra $75 a month, although I don't really get that because they just made the exports free. So that, does that make any sense to you? Um, I think there is some advanced stuff to that as before there were a simple paid version and the pro paid version as I remember for oh, yeah. the mobile versions. Alright, so yeah, it's probably some more advanced features, but uh, an extra $75 a month, that bumps it up to 150 a month, and over the course of a year, if you have um, an Android... Uh, export and the Unity Pro, that's going to be $1,600, meaning that it would be more than the $1,500. So it's all if you have the money now. It can get really expensive with all this because if you do all the extras um, that they have available, it would be, if I can do the math quick, $245 a month. And that totals up pretty fast. So it's definitely a great opportunity. But, you know, you got to make sure that you do your math so you don't end up paying more than you should. All right. So Jonathan Blow talks to The Witness in a recent video published by the PlayStation YouTube page. All right. And uh, basically, Jonathan Blow talks about how The Witness is coming to PlayStation 4, um, some of the opportunities, <clears throat> opportunities that they have since, you know, the team is indie, and how different it is versus making a you know a game published by a publisher yeah all right so uh, it's pretty exciting his game i believe is going to be the first indie game to launch on the next generation of consoles and basically this video is how long is it uh, three minutes and 11 seconds all right no stop download so Right, and then the game seems to be using the PlayStation 4's OUYO-like touchpad on the controller for the puzzles. So if anybody has seen videos of The Witness, you know that you have to use your mouse to drag over these lines to solve different puzzles. Well, they're going to be using the uh, touchpad, I'm guessing. That's not entirely confirmed because they didn't say that in the video. But, you know, it just makes sense that they would use that. Alright, uh, another game that had a video come out is Scrolls, Mojang's latest title. Alright, so there's a trailer that's out. You can check it out on the Indie Bulletin blog. And basically, the trailer shows what the game is like. It's a lot different than I thought it would be. It is a strategy, collectible card game, RPG mashup 
All right, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. All right, but the way that the video looks, it actually is pulled together pretty well. So what you do is you have your, um, you have like knights and pawns and stuff out on this playing field against another team, and you can play cards to do different actions. And then when you're done with it, you can uh, get points and somehow and buy new cards. You can trade with your online friends. So if they have a card that you want <clears throat> and you don't want a card anymore, just trade it up. And it is looking a lot more massive than I thought the game would be. Uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Have you seen the trailer yet? Um, yes, I just watched it, but I have been following the game from it was announced, so, uh, yeah, but I haven't really bought it yet, mm -hmm. so. Which leads us to our next little point, is that uh, the Scrolls game is available for an open beta copy for $20 USD, 13 uh, pounds or 15 what's that little C symbol mean I think that might be euros but I'm not entirely sure uh, it's, you know us dumb Americans we don't know any other currencies other than our own <laughs> alright so uh, if you can't wait till the beta copy opens up in a few days uh, you can always check out the mini guide that Mojang has posted on the scrolls site at scrolls.com slash game and it basically describes how the game works, what you do, and, you know, just gets you ready to play the game. All right, Indicade E3 booth titles have been announced. There's 38 total uh, games being shown at the Indicade Showcase at E3 this year. All right, it's their seventh year doing this, which is pretty exciting. And we could list off all the <coughs> uh, games, or we could save you about three minutes of your time. Uh, head over to the Indie Bulletin site, bulletin.indiefunction.com, if you want to check out the full list. Uh, some of the games are uh, really big, and you might recognize the titles, such as Seven Grand Steps, uh, Legend of Dungeon, uh, Perfection. Looking through here. I believe Lovers. Yep, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time's on here. Flower uh, by That Game Company. It's coming to the PlayStation Vita. And that's about... Oh, Towerfall by Matt Thorson. And that's about it. Uh, a lot of the games are video games. There's a few card games in here. Some uh, Siflo Cube games. And there's a few which are called big games or physical games where you actually uh, use your environment and manipulate it using the objects that are provided through the little game kits. And those are actually pretty cool. I'm usually not into that stuff, but there's one where you put stickers uh, all over this room, <clears throat> all over the room that you're in, and it's supposed to transform how the room is used. So I'm I really want to see that one. I don't remember what it's called though. Oh, stickers in public by Studio Cipher. Right, Unity, Marmalade, and Game Maker have added immersion support. So what is this immersion? All right, it is an SDK used to incorporate touch feedback slash haptics in PC mobile games. Alright, and from what I understand, haptics slash touch feedback is a way to let the um, user know that they've touched the screen. So, like an example would be on Android devices, 
Sometimes you can turn on a vibration feature when you touch something. So, like, if you have an unlock screen, once you're done unlocking it, it would vibrate when you're done. Or on a keyboard, like a virtual keyboard on the Android screen, you can turn it on so it vibrates every time you press a button. I believe you can do that on uh, iPhones and iDevices as well. But that's, from what I understand, that's what the uh, haptics is. So this is going to make it a lot easier for the developers that use Unity, Marmalade, and GameMaker. And it's going to be uh, directly integrated with GameMaker, and it's going to be available a, as a separate plugin for Unity and Marmalade. So you actually have to install it to your Unity or Marmalade software. <coughs> and uh, it says the SDK will come with the Haptic Studio tool used for custom effect designs, examples, guides, and a forum link. All right, so Andrew Reese, I believe it's Reese, Reese, not entirely sure. He was the Oculus VR co-founder. He worked on the Oculus Rift. He was hit and killed in a police chase, and I spelt chase wrong. That is terrible. <sighs> All right. Um, so he was 33 years old, and he has worked on many games in the game industry, and the other day, he was just walking across the cross rock, cr crosswalk, and they, there was a police chase going through the area, and the guy that was trying to escape the cops hit him. And he flew about 30 to 40 feet away, they said. And when the paramedics arrived, he was already dead. So um, there's been a few things that the team has said. Like Andrew's contribution spanned far and wide in the video game industry. His code is embedded in thousands of games played by millions of people around the world. And words cannot express how sorely he will be missed or how deeply our sympathy runs for his family. So that's... It's really weird because you usually don't hear about stories like this in our industry because the games industry is so young. A lot of <clears throat> the people in the games industry that started it are still alive because of how young it is. You know, it's only been around for 40 years or so now, maybe 45. And, you know, this is a bit of a blow to the games industry and just reminds us of how quickly life can just go poof, pretty much. So he will be missed and um, just... Rest in peace. Alright, so the Humble Bundle has released the Humble Indie Bundle 8, which has Proteus, Little Inferno, Capsize, Thomas Was Alone, Hotline Miami, Dear Esther, and Awesome Knots. Alright, so seven games are available in it, with uh, two of them being pay above the average, and those are Proteus and Hotline Miami. I'm sure by now you know how the humble indie bundle works so we don't need to go into that too much but you know it's just crazy how many they've pushed out and on the bulletin i made a little crack about how the eight is a sideways infinity which is about close to how many bundles there's going to be by the time that, that <clears throat> um the internet disappears or something <laughs> all right so the indie royale is having the hammerhead bundle right now with Primordia, Pressure, Forge, Richard and Alice, and Gas Guzzlers, Combat Carnage. And there's also a hitting game 
which has a question mark over it. I'm not sure how you're supposed to unlock that or anything. And their next bundle is the triple question mark bundle. So more bundles for you to hit up. All right, so our last news article is the I Am A Gamer Game Jam. I'm not exactly sure what the official name of the jam is. It doesn't really say on here. But it is it can be accessed by iamagamer.ca, which is, of course, a Canadian domain name. Uh, it is a game jam that a few of our Canadian indie developers have decided to host between July 12th and the 14th at the Centre for Digital Media in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where we'll spend 48 hours making games featuring awesome female protagonists. So what's this jam really about? Right, so Gamasutra quoted the video game industry industry saying you can't have a female character in games all right that really hit a lot of people right they they were pissed that they said that so they decided to create a jam where everybody makes a game where the main protagonist is a female all right so how do you feel about that um, I think it's uh, they just didn't think with their heads when they said that because we have some good examples that for example Lara Croft is one example where female character mm-hmm. can be um, if I was in that region at that time I would definitely join the jam but as that's too far I will support them with my mind <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Um, we are doing some more talking with the uh, organizers. We've contacted them. We're hoping to do some advertisements across our sites and uh, the upcoming issue of Indie Magazine, which is being renamed to Indie Power Magazine. We're releasing issue zero on June fifteenth, which is in two weeks. So the time that we have the next radio broadcast will be released the same day it's gonna be a stressful day (laughs) and uh you know we really want to support this they might be able to have uh, people from around the world participate in it without actually having to be at the center for digital media in vancouver so we will you know stay in touch with them and figure out some more about it but anybody who attends can uh, suit up in a snazzy t-shirt that they provide and if they rena- if they raise enough funds then they'll provide food for the weekend and they are looking for sponsorship uh, we're uh, going to be helping them a little bit as indie function but if any other uh, groups people organizations companies want to help support this um, jam definitely check out imagamer.ca and contact them about a sponsorship and I believe that's it for the uh, last week in indie gaming news. So right after the short music break, we'll get into our interview. We have an interview with Ryman Zarens, 
and he is an indie game developer, a bit lesser known, well, actually a lot lesser known, <laughs> and uh, we've been friends on the Ludum Dare IRC for a while, and we decided to do an interview so Ryman's could share with the world what he's done, and we just get a little uh, insight into who he really is. All right, so Ryman's, would you like to give a little background information on who you are, how you got into gaming, uh, game development, and all that great stuff? Sure. sure. Um, so my name is Ryman Zarinch, and uh, I'm 19 years old uh, um, student, I guess. And uh, I come from beautiful and sunny place, Latvia. Um, I got into uh, com sorry. Um, I got into computers when first I got my first computer. It was like a lot years ago. Um, then when I got my internet connection, I was interested in websites, so I started to mess with them. And a few years, like three years ago, I started to mess with the games because the web got boring for me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I most of the stuff I have done for this time is uh, web-related. Um, last year I worked on a game in Indie Game Studio which is that uh, you I, I think you can still try the game at URL air, airportgame.net oh yep I think I remember that that, that um, was the game where you can control your own airport and like with all the planes and stuff right yes I was working on the new version which is not available but uh, the f font got cut, cut so I was well, I, I needed to quit. Um, I now I am searching for a new job, at least for the summer. Um, after the summer, I'm going to go to university. And of course, we I am working on a new project, which we can talk in detail. <laughs> All right. So, uh, first things first, where are you going to university, and what are you going there for? Um, I wanted to go somewhere outside Latvia, but as for bachelors, there were actually nothing I could afford outside Latvia. So, I'm going to Riga, which is capital, and I am going to study at Riga Technical University as... Let's put it that way, software engineer. Sweet. So, uh, did you say that that would be four years? Um, the bachelor is three three years, and then I can take majors, which is two extra years. Oh, cool. So, you'll be done when you're 24 then? Or 25, yes. depending on how exactly it falls. <laughs> Alright, so, what's your new project then? Um, I am working on a project, uh, I started it, uh, um, three months ago, but, uh, lately I didn't have much time because of the exams, 
Okay. And it is a two-dimensional platformer which will be published, I hope, on the Sura and on a local social network site. Um, the main idea of it is uh, you can create levels and uh, compete in them uh, with your friends uh, on time basis and late and later I think I will add more game mode but uh, yeah that's about it and for the the Sora edition I think I will also add not I think but it's planned to add single player too um, about the art style it's mostly uh, pixel art with uh, um, with stickman style character and um, and yeah and the game will be called in cholera and I hope it will be available on the Sura in about a month as alpha, alpha funding oh, sweet so uh, do you have a link for the alpha funding? Um, not yet. I I had to take down my website. Okay. Because uh, yeah, the funds were limited and I didn't have a proper domain. Uh, but I'm going to work on it when the release comes closer. I definitely make sure that you send us a copy, because we'll make sure to do a review. And also put it into our first looks video series. Pretty sweet, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yep. Alright, so as always, if you're listening in right now and want to, uh, you know, talk to us, both uh, Ryman's and I, you can jump into the Indie Function IRC, which can be found either on the Indie Function radio page which is IndieFunction.com slash radio, or you can go directly to the IRC through, I believe it's bit.ly slash, um, it's Indie, and then a capital IRC. Yep, capital I, capital R, dot capital C, and then you should be presented with a Connect Afternet IRC, and then you should just type in a nickname, and if you already have an account on this network you can of course off the services but press connect and you'll be able to join us and actually ask us questions while uh, we're doing this interview so if anybody has any uh, questions just go to that and anybody already in the IRC start shooting us some questions so we can keep the interview rolling once I run out of things to ask all right so Ryman's where do you see yourself when you're done with uh, going to university um, I was thinking, at least uh, at the moment, I think I, when I finish the bachelor, I will go to Tallinn's uh, Technical University for major. Okay. That's my plan. Um, and it's and then I, I'm thinking about uh, going to work uh, in, in in Scandinavian countries or moving to United States because the game development in Latvia is not pretty active mm -hmm. and after a while when I have some more experience 
I would like to come back and start my own business. That would be definitely pretty sweet. So would you be like the big first, or the big first, well, first big (laughs) um, indie studio in Latvia? Um, actually, no, there are few, but most of, one of them does mobile games and few other does uh, social games. Now, do you know the names of those uh, studios off the top of your head? Um, yes, one is called Next Level, then another is Brain Club. Okay. And one is Amber Games. I think I've heard of Amber. Um, yes, because they have games like, uh, like 1100 AD, which I think is pretty popular. Okay. And, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, I think I've heard of 1180, which is probably where I recognize their name from. I've never tried it, though. So, do you have any favorite indie games or, um, you know, developers that inspire you? Um, I just bought the indie bundle, and I'm pretty amazed how much you can get from boxes with the... I really love the game, uh... Uh, just forgot the name. Uh, the Thomas was alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I I really love the story. I have not finished it yet, but it's coming along pretty nicely. Sweet. Yeah, I have to pick up the latest humble bundle once I have a little money in my PayPal. <laughs> um, and I get most of the inspiration from the folks of on the Ludum Deray. IRC. I got you. Because I think they are amazing. Right. Oh. So nobody's talked in our IRC. What are you guys doing? Don't you have questions? Don't you have interesting things? Usually Seleucius has some great questions that are sometimes serious, sometimes just completely random, but he's not listening in. A little butthead. So if you're listening to this in the archive, just let, just let you know you're a butthead. <laughs> All right, so uh, Ryman's, how many of the Ludum Dares have you been a, participated? Have have you participated? Um, I have participated in last three Ludum Dares and one mini LD. But actually, the problem was I only finished the last one because. Uh, in the previous one, I had health problems, and the previous before that, uh, as much as I remember, there were some disturbance that made me not to finish. Uh, that's always a bummer. Yeah, I, I just, I have still the. Okay, my tongue is so twisted. I cannot form a proper sentence today. Right? Yeah. I've had yet to uh, release a Ludum Dare game myself, so we're on the same boat. Right, so there we go. So people are finally posting stuff in the IRC. So Elfie275 asks, if you had infinite money and could hire whoever you want, 
what game would you make? Um, it's really good and a hard question, but if I had an infinite money, I think I would. Uh, ex I would really like to make a racing management simulation type game. Because uh, it's been in my mind for some while, but I understand that it's pretty complex how it is, and it's not for now. And also, I remembered another Latvian, at least based in Latvia company, it's Innovate, which has a game on Facebook called My Country, and another game on Google Play and App Store called Rule of Rule the Kingdom. Hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. Alright, DFSDDS Not sure what that stands for. Asks, what is your favorite game genre? Um, I think it will call, it will be pretty silly, but I really enjoy open world games and simulation type games. Um, last simulation type game I've been playing is uh, Euro Truck Simulator 2 and Left and Live for Speed. Live for Speed. Yeah, it's a racing simulation. So, what do you do in the Euro Traffic Simulator? Euro Truck Simulator. Oh, truck simulator. Yes. That one was on previous indie bundle, I guess. Mm -hmm. The one where they sold simulation. Yeah, I think that was run by the Indie Gala. Okay. I just don't... Um, I don't know. I just like to... When I'm tired or I don't have inspiration to do anything, I just turn on the radio and it's... I guess it for me it's pretty re relaxing. Mhm. Mm so do you like listening to talk shows or are you more of a music radio listener? Um, it differs if there is any new talk show that interests me. I usually listen to them, but I really enjoy music as. Um, but when I work. If I remember to turn turn it on, I listen to it, but I sometimes enjoy myself working in a quiet environment. Sweet. So do you have a favorite music genre then? Mm. Um, that's another hard question because I listen to mostly everything, but uh, lately I've been listening to K-pop which is Korean pop music. Cool. Alright, so I'm um, going to go check back into the IRC. Oh, perfect. New question. Elfie275 asks, if you were stranded on a desert island and, all, and could play... I can't even read right today. Like, somebody needs to come here and refigure my brain. If you were stranded on a desert island and could only play one game for the rest of time, what would it be? Um, it depends if it's uh, if the 
uh, if the desert island uh, had internet connection, I would definitely choose uh, GTA San Andreas with the multiplayer add-on. But uh, if it was uh, without, I would definitely choose uh, um, yeah, I would definitely choose something like, uh, something like, I would say the same GTA because uh, the it's open world so you will find to do there at all the times, something. So I believe you were telling me that you really like to do um, AI programming, right? Um, yes, I like to do, but uh, it's for me, because I only know the basic math, it's pretty hard, but yeah, I think it's interesting. So do you, do you have anything that you developed using uh, the artificial intelligence, or is it just something that you're kind of interested in and want to explore more? Um, I'm mostly interested in and want to explore more, but I have written one IRC bot, which is not public as of now, and I tried to play with uh, with uh, web crawlers a few years ago, mm -hmm. and I have made small uh, thing that... Th I think there is a website that does it similar, like you can chat with a computer. Oh, so kind of like, um... Uh, Why can't I think of it? It's, it's like for those people who are forever alone. Type mm. thing. <laughs> um, no, I, I know what site you're talking about. Um, it's... Cleverbot, there we go. I always forget the name of it. I, yeah. Like it starts yeah, it, with a C. It starts with a C. Clever it was bot. not that advanced because uh, I hadn't collect that collected that much sentences. But yeah, it could do its stuff. Sweet. Yeah, and then Alfie is also saying that there's an Alice site. I'll have to check that out. I remember on uh, a radio show I used to be on called GM Indie Radio we would have conversations with Cleverbot and broadcast it on that. <laughs> um, that was always I, fun. I so do you think you'll... A, sorry? Um, I think there is a radio station which broadcasts uh, spam from an email that they have set up. <laughs> really? Yeah, they have like this Windows type thing talking all the spam that they receive. Wow. So do you do you think that you will continue working on your uh, little artificial intelligence talking robot site thing anytime soon? Um, I think no because uh, it's on my old laptop which died and I have no idea how can I access the hard drive. Oh, I got you. So if I want to do that, it would be pretty interesting but uh, now I have to finish the project I'm working on because I am really in need of some money. Mm -hmm. 
I Everybody, think, throw your money. I think it can't be the reason why you make games, but it motivates me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's right, but yes. So, um, what is your favorite aspect of the indie gaming community or the genre? What's your favorite thing about indie games? Um, I really like, from developer perspective, I really like the community because ev I have not seen anyone who's uh, not uh, kind and not helpful. Uh, because uh, at least in Ludum, Ludum Dare, um, everyone there there will be always everyone who can help. Not like I have been in other IRCs. <clears throat> Sorry for help, and they just yeah, they just they just does that, which is nothing. And if uh, from gaming, I really like that. Uh, Indie developers make games that big companies would not try to make because they might not make money the day after four. Mm -hmm. So, like, what would be some examples of the games that you're referencing right now? Um, um, current remember any off top of my head but a good example would be um you looking through links i'm looking through my steam games ah. as for example the same proteus if i uh pronounce it correctly okay because uh I, d I have not played it much, but as far as I can tell, it's more like not action, but enjoying because and like big companies would think that there is nothing much in that in, in enjoying the environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I've always pronounced it Proteus. How did you say it? Proteus. I, I think it's not right because. You sh your uh, pronunciation could be right because I my English is not the native mm -hmm. language. Um, but I might just be wrong because <laughs> I'm American and I just read stuff really fast and like okay it's Proteus in my head whatever. <laughs> um, while we don't have any more questions, I would like to plug a tool I found recently which is really good okay. um, if you check the URL playerio.com I think uh, uh, while I was searching for uh, multiplayer options it came up and uh, I found it really affordable mm -hmm. because uh, it's cheaper than other solutions for flash games and in that, that it's cheaper, they also host it for you. Uh, what did you say it was called? Uh, player.io.com. I think you can access it also from player.io. Player oh, player.io.com. Oh, yeah, I've 
I've seen this around a little bit. I've never tried it though. Yeah, right, so it was just acquired by Yahoo, so I guess it will grow in scale. What is with Yahoo buying everything? I don't know, I thought it was dead. <laughs> Until they said they were acquired. Er, sorry? Um, I th I thought Yahoo was dead until I saw the message that Player.io was acquired by <laughs> Yahoo. Yeah, they, uh, they also bought Tumblr recently and they've done a bunch of changes which to the user interface, which has really annoyed me. They moved, like, the favorite, um, retweet, or, sorry, not retweet, reblog, and, uh, edit buttons from the top of a post to the bottom, which will continuously mess me up. And now they're buying this. Are they going bankrupt or something? Does nobody use Yahoo? Um, I have no idea where they get money. I guess they are dry washing it, is it that called in English? Mm -hmm. Like... Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Were you about I to just say something? checked Yahoo stocks, and they are like they are not highest, but they are pretty high. Okay. So I have no idea where they get their money, and it's actually in last year it's growing. Huh. Strange. Yeah. Well, then again, they did spend, I think, one point one billion on purchasing Tumblr, so I'm guessing they do have money, it's just maybe they don't yeah, have the traffic they, they want. capital is 30 billion USA billion. dollars. Wow. Hmm. Alright, so I'm going to look through this player.io because there's so many different engines and libraries and they come out daily. Like, I, it's impossible to keep up with them. There's 500 different JavaScript uh, libraries that have come out just in the last year alone. Uh, Alright, so it looks like there are uh, databases. PayVault, that's pretty cool. Multiplayer. Quick Connect. Wow, that's pretty cool. So you can easily connect stuff between Facebook, Congregate, um, put payment in, payments into your game and have some databases built. So, have you used this, son? Um, I'm using it for the game in Cholera. Okay. So, so yes, um, it's pretty good, because, but the only problem I see in this is that I have no experience with, uh, mm, uh, with that kind of database I'm thinking of the world. Mm -hmm. um, it's no SQL, I think it's what the term says. But uh, the worst part for me is that I can't write direct direct SQL. And I, I have to fight with all those callback functions. Huh. So how exactly do the databases work? Are they just kind of like a MySQL database that you can use for your game? Um... It's more like um, object store. 
where okay. you, you can define objects and store them. pretty sweet so let's look a bit more around the site so plans what are some future plans oh these aren't future plans derp these are to purchase so there's a free version a plus version for $25 a month pro for $500 a month and enterprise doesn't have a price it says to contact them it's uh, two and a half thousand two and a half thousand wow yeah, but you get 3,000 gigabytes traffic, unlimited concurrent users, and 10 million database objects. Wow. So, that's pretty a lot. If you can feel that, you can afford that. I'm guessing you'd probably want to upgrade as your game gets more popular. That's, yeah. that, that adds up really fast. And I like the option that you can not just uh, pay, pay with credit card, but you can also prepay uh, for, like, if I have money now, I can pre prepay and uh, then they keep that in balance. Hmm. Cool. Right, let's see who their partners are. As part of the PlayScale joining Yahoo, the partner pay service has been discontinued. What? See, this is why I don't like Yahoo. And, and they said that nothing will change. Yeah, they said that about Tumblr too, and everything's completely different now. Uh, see, if, if I were running a scale, or a huge scale business like that, and make sure that you know you keep your promises to your customers. I mean, it's not that hard of a concept, is it? I have no idea what they were deciding, but I hope that they, while well, they bring something down, they will add something. Mm-hmm. Because before that, I think there were a pretty small team working on it. Yeah. Alright, so there's a little bit of chat going on in the IRC. Right. Third aisle. Cool. Alright, so. Oh, sorry. And the link for that radio is spamradio.com. Perfect. Uh, so, Ryman's, um, how are things just going with your life in general? Um, could be better, but I guess it's worthwhile mentioning that I'm graduating um, this month. I still have one exam left. It's physics. Mm -hmm. um, I passed. I don't know if I passed, but I done math, Latvian and English already. Um, wasn't that hard, but my, my mind says that it will be really bad. <laughs> I don't know why it's like that, but until I get the result, result from something, I think that the result will be really bad. 
Yeah, a lot of people think that way. But uh, congrats on graduate or well, not graduating. Congrats on about to be graduating. <laughs> yeah, first twelve month years in school will be finished. Perfect. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? Yes, and it's pretty hard because I have no idea what should I do now because uh, until now I was like I was something to expect every year what will happen, but now I have no idea what will happen in university. You'll become a famous indie developer, and everybody will want to be your friend, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, are there any more questions in the IRC that anybody would like to ask, or else we could wrap this up because it's just about to hit an hour, and I'd like to try to keep most of the broadcast, you know, uh, shorter than they used to be because we used to go for like up to two hours, and it was just an insanely long time. Um, I can also mention that uh, um, as much as I can, I am trying to stream the development of the game, so you can follow me on twitch.tv slash d-r-r-a-y-l-v, which is Dr. Ray L-V. Alright, uh, just send that to me in, um, the, in our Skype chat, and I'll make sure to put that up on the, uh, listening page for <laughs> the, um, the broadcast for when it's uploaded, so then people can get to it pretty quickly. How often do you broadcast? Um, it depends on, uh, how often I have time to work on a game, but I guess it will become more often because I have more free time now. I gotcha. Um, uh, were you about to say something? I was thinking of something to say. <laughs> Alright. And... Yes. Everyone, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Ladam Dare IRC. We can do some things together, or I can do some things for you. <laughs> yeah, like plugging myself on radio. Perfect. Yeah, definitely contact uh, Ryman's if you're interested in working with him. Awesome dude. Really cool. Alright. Well, um looks like that's it for the uh questions. If you are going to ask one, press enter really fast with what you have typed up so far or a random word or something. Or else On we're going to end it in about sixty seconds. On the last plug I can add that I am looking for uh someone who could help me make some music for that project so if you can make some feel free to contact me alright so there we have it make Ryman some music 
Right, so it looks like nobody's asking anything in the IRC, so we are going to do a little music break and then resume with the credits. So thank you for being with us today, Rymans, and uh, we'll catch you later. Thank you for having me here. It was something, it was a new experience and something I could, I should do more so I can get better at it. Alright, sounds good. And next up, the credits. So this was Indie Function, broadcast number 37. All right. This broadcast was broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and was recorded using Audacity. All music was found on Newgrounds, coming from various artists, including Ichigo Chaplo. Thank you again for listening in, and we hope to have you be a part of the next broadcast, which is June 15th, 2013. And we will also be releasing the first issue, well, technically issue number zero of Indie Power Magazine the same day. So be looking out for that as well. We hope you have a good weekend, and we'll catch you next time. Stay tuned.